so anyway, that's what Carly Rae Jepsen's discography is all connected by one theme. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. This is the Terminus Podcast. My name is Trevor. I hate my ears just so fucking much. I'm joined by Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> we have a normal episode for you today, so to speak. I mean, I'm just in a bad mood just because I had to listen to so much Carly Rae Jepsen. You had to now. listen to the entire discography just now. I'm I'm upset. I made you listen to that. I'm depressed. You know, it's <laughs> listen, buddy. It's okay. We'll we'll follow that up with some just nonstop Chumbawamba. Okay, that's just that, just no. But here's the problem, right? You you don't understand. I'm only gonna play tub thumping. I like that album though. Only one song. That's okay. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Chumbo it's a good song. I mean, anyway, it's, um, it's an earworm. As I mentioned, welcome to the Germans Podcast. Uh, this is the first week where we actually like in a while have done a regular episode. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. Oh, we're finally able um, to just take our pants off and. Yeah, record man. Record these episodes with <laughs> each other's private parts in each other's hands. We're scissoring right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I, just I feel think so good. I think today will be the first day that folks actually get to hear like the fact that we have made physical changes to our levels instead yeah. of just relied on the audio software to do everything for us yeah i'm proud of us so, it only took us 13 goddamn episodes yeah this there. is episode 13 lucky number 13 we plan on so killing ourselves the end of the episode. world was supposed to be this weekend i'm actually very sad i'm fucking pissed i mean this is only the how many times is the this world is like supposed the to? 70th time this is the 70th time jesus i has mean let me down. motherfucking nostradamus fucking was like the world's gonna end at some point and the Aztecs, the, the, the Aztecs, 2012, fucking all of these people saying, yeah, at some point the world's going to end. It's like, yeah, but what happens if the world ends, but nobody gets the memo? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, the world's ended. Oh, looks like everything's still working. Uh, we're, we're going to work. Fucking this is great. See, that's that's what happened is that capitalism defeated the death cult. Yeah. That was going to make the end of the world happen. I'm upset about it. And so now we all just have to continue to go to work. Maybe we are in purgatory. I used to believe that I... You specifically. Was, yeah, me, just me. Just me. Like, the entire world is a joke that is being played on me. Oh, so kind of like the Truman Show, but, like, malicious? Yeah, kind of. Like, I believe Motionless and White, we already went over this, Motionless and White will not remove from my iTunes library. You talked have, about this on RenegadeRadio.net. Yeah, I sure did, and I have deleted it numerous times. It will not go away. Um, there, it's I've, a gremlin. I'm pretty sure this is only there against me. Like they're they're pulling a U two, mm-hmm. you know, but only against Jeremy. Yeah, Motionless and White has a deal with Apple to where they have released their entire discography for free to me to you. Yeah, and it is not deletable. Right. There is no tool that iTunes has created to remove it from your there, library. There's no work. You're on. you're just you're you're just you have that album. Yeah. You can't you can't hide these albums in any way. Right. Uh. You know, like iTunes allows you to hide different albums and other stuff that you've purchased or yeah. that you've received. Um. You can't do that. No. Um. No. You have Apple Music, and I know that uh, you can usually do a lot at will with apple Music, you can delete and re-add stuff as you want right uh just not with motionless and white no uh no. like in fact when you uh agreed to your terms of service for apple music you agreed to have motionless and white on your library until the day that you die it literally said somewhere in the terms and conditions to jeremy riot and jeremy riot only mm-hmm. motionless and white is your new herpes 
And this is why we read the terms of service. Exactly. Um, fuck, man. Spoon? Spoon exists as a troll against me, too. Like, Spoon is one of those bands that's, like, massive. Yeah. I don't know why. You don't like Like, them. they've been on Shameless. They, I... Th- Were they on the Warp Tour? God, I hope not. But I mean, he, who the no, fuck knows? No, the Warped Tour is a garbage pile. Here, let, let me tell you something really fucked you know who up. who was on the Warped Tour? Millionaires. <laughs> the millionaires were, yeah. No, let me tell you about something that, that was really fucked up, though. Because, like, my wife loves Spoon, and I took her to go see Spoon. Right. And I was, it was an absolute nightmare. And I remember standing there and looking at the bassist, like, why does he look so fucking familiar? Who is this person that who I am he? looking at? Well, Who is this beautiful He boy? is the bassist of the Get Up Kids. Oh, no. And he was also in a... God, it was some hardcore band, and I can't remember. Oh, that's probably fine. We don't need to know that. No, it was good, though. <laughs> I mean, he was in Spoon, though. He's in Spoon. He's a permanent member of Spoon. So, and like, so how when... good is this band, really? I mean, like, let's be honest. If you join Spoon, every band that you were in becomes that much worse. Less credible. Yes. I remember going You have to... no street cred if you join I, Spoon. I, I remember going to that Spoon show, and... Even Jason can agree with this law. The bassist called me out because I was very obviously Not bored and attention. upset. And he looked at me because, like, my wife wanted to be on the front row, and so we were in the front row, and he right. looked at me and said... Here's a song even you'll like. And you didn't like that song. No, they played a Cramps cover. And it was horrible. It, it, I already hate the Cramps, but it was the Cramps is sung by Spoon. It was terrible. Was it Human Fly? Oh, no. It was some... I feel like it That's was something That's the only Cramps song that I know, so like... It was something television. I, I can't remember the name of it. This is what's going to expose me as a punk poser. I yeah. only know one Cramps song. Yeah, you need to get rid of the leather jacket. But I don't have a leather jacket. I'm vegan. But here's the fucked up thing, right? A couple of years later, I went to go see the Get Up Kids. And then I was upset because the only thing I could hear was Spoon. Right. Because as I mentioned, if you join Spoon, all of your other bands, doesn't matter where it was, who like who you were with. Yeah. You could have been with The Clash. Yeah. Or you could have been with, uh, not like post, post the release of Kerplunk, pre the release of Dookie Green Day. Right. You could have been any band. Yeah, and if a member of your band joins Spoon, you're done. I feel like it was Coalesce, the band that I was thinking of. Okay, I feel like it's Coalesce. I don't know the other band that he's in. Anyway, I was very upset. Yeah. Um, rather rather inebriated. Speaking of inebriated, what are you drinking? Um, Moostrol. Moostrol and tea. Great. I'm drinking root beer. And urine. You put urine in the cup. I sure did. Good. Also some roofies. That's fine. I need to forget this week anyway. So I do um, too. We're gonna move past that horrid joke. <laughs> um, what are we gonna talk about today? Uh, abortion and everything. Basically, I've decided, and this is where you're gonna cue like some epic battle music here. Oh, to, all right. To, so that you know, break. I'm gonna find the dorkiest battle music <laughs> that I can on Kevin McLeod's website. Oh yeah. Just be like, hey. Uh, Basically, the Terminus podcast officially declares war against the Christian right. That's where the music goes. All right. Just trumpets. I'm going to put a tuba. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, it's fitting for some of their asshattery, and I'm happy you bring that up because I've got ideas. I know you've got you've you've told me about some of these ideas. Yeah. So okay, uh, we're we're declaring war on the Christian right. Um, of course, uh, this is going to 
probably from some of the people who have been dutifully listening to our show, Jason, in our audience. Who, and those who of are you who got us on the list of not, fascist podcasts. Right. Basically saying, well, not all Christians. Um, and so this is kind of like, fuck, who cares? Like, yeah. you know, it, it's it's... It's one of those things where it's like if if you're not sort of doing something to curtail the actions of your extreme right brethren and sistren in the church, then I really don't care what you think about us talking shit about those folks. Right. Because it's kind of like the whole idea of like there are good cops and bad cops. You know, there it's are like, no good if, cops. If there were good cops then they would be doing something to stop the actions of bad cops. Right, there wouldn't but, be any bad cops at but all. But no cop goes against the thin blue line, and no Christian goes against that feeling of Christian persecution mm-hmm. that comes up anytime somebody is like, hey, what those right-wingers are doing is fucked up. Right. So that's where we're at on that. Um, this is probably the hardest line I've taken in probably a, a good 15 minutes, so thank you for... Uh, thank you for that. I mean, this is going to be an ongoing thing too. Oh so, yeah, I no, mean, absolutely. Expect all kinds of uh, salt out of these episodes. All in kinds the, of salt. The near is, it, is it going to be garlic salt? I like garlic salt. I mean, the garlic salt's made for the good stuff. That's true. That's that's is where this, is this? Co- no, you know what? I'm not going to make that joke. Th- this uh, is <laughs> this is like that salt, like the the off-brand salt that's probably like. You know, used with like the filler of rat poison that you would get a like a really shady what are you talking dollar about? store. So. What is th- this? Is nothing. This is not a thing. Maybe some baking soda. Who puts who puts rat poison in salt? When was this? This is this has never happened. The dollar store. Look it up. No, the do- I've been to the dollar store, dude. That's the life I live. Do you use her salt? Yes. That's why you're losing your hair. I- <laughs> Uh, I hate to break it to you, Jeremy, but you're the one losing your hair. Uh, my hair you're is still perfect and luscious. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're the one who brought this up, motherfucker. Uh, you well, want to go to war? We'll go to war together. I, I mean, we're going to war get, together, but I mean... I'm going to hit you. I'm going to have so much... Ow! <laughs> I hit you. What the fuck? I've declared war. <laughs> you could have just said that and we could have <laughs> pretended, and yet you literally physically accost me. Oh, also, I uh, considering we have now declared war... God, I'm bruised. <laughs> no, you're not. That's your tattoo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, now that we've declared war on each other, I should mention that uh, Jeremy is currently nursing a boil on his inner thigh. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. We that. keep all of this. Epsom salts really help, so. I bet. Is that the kind of salt that you get at the dollar store? That's mostly the ones that I'm trying to take to kill myself because the well, end of the world didn't come. Right. So It's not as salty as you would We think. are pissed about that the fact that the end of the world hasn't happened but you know we're not pissed about we're not pissed about the good taste of moostrel and root beer and we're not pissed about joining you tonight on the termas podcast so i mean i'm i'm slightly bothered well yeah i know I'm you are because i hit you yeah <laughs> i'm a little bit scared you keep raising your arm and like, <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i love you just keep your hands down where i can see them at all times here's my hand no down down Further down. Now over here on my crotch. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, we we only bring pleasure and pain on Terminus Podcast. I will see you on the flip side. I am wearing a Gimp mask. There you go. 
Welcome back to the Chairman's Podcast. Hi, guys. So, we had this whole thing planned out, and then Jeremy had a coughing fit because he's allergic to air. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. I'm, I'm just dying at this point. So, uh, and there he goes. Yeah. It's just, it's a nonstop I'm thing. I'm just going to destroy every recording that we do. Yeah, just, <coughs> don't worry about <laughs> Oh, don't actually do that, because that'll actually cause a coughing fit. Uh, so this audio is so fucked dude it's bad you know what all right so the the whole conceit of this episode is that jeremy is gonna go on a rampage about the christian right um week by week uh and i'm gonna come along for the ride because i don't feel as strongly about christians but i'm generally pretty anti sort of religious i feel Um, like they go hand in hand anymore yeah that's fair I, i don't know very many like atheist or agnostic or really any other demographic of uh you know right winger as i do like fucking christians well i mean there are definitely some uh more um i have the word on the tip of my tongue and i can't fucking think about more it conservative not not religiously neutral or whatever uh well yeah but uh it's like uh it's a specific you know what i'm not even gonna worry about it the fact you you did just describe it is a conservative person who's less religious right um and, well, yeah, or, or even some. a right-wing person who's less religious i mean i mean to be fair uh like there are many sort of hard right alt-right nazi fucks that um you know, would also classify themselves as atheist. Right. Uh, you know, one of the saddest aspects of the last fucking ten years is the sort of shift rightward of what people have been calling new atheism. Right. Um, and, and so that's kind of part of the game now. But like, we're talking today specifically about the religious right. Right. And in what you were kind of describing to me is that uh, there are views on abortion. Yeah, uh, that you consider to be hypocritical. Absolutely. I mean, whenever you look at a, a, a fetus, you you put so much care into like this little lump of cells. And you're talking that, about the Christian right now. And I am. Yeah. Um, uh, we put so much care into this little lump of cells that isn't even like a developed thing, and you know, it, but in but in the same breath, go and um, you know, talk shit on like the homeless, uh, uh, mothers on Medicare. Uh, because they don't have like a high enough paying job or they're not working enough jobs or whatever. And by the way, mm-hmm. don't even get me started on the fucking deadbeat dads who aren't fucking paying that shit because where's the fucking criticism there, right? Um, we, we, we focus on fucking borders and um, fucking sexual preferences and disabilities and all this shit. But this baby over here, this needs to develop because it's in God's plan. I just kind of wonder why. I really well, do because it's like, is it another punching bag for you? Another? Um... Oh, it absolutely is. Here's the thing, right? Like, so whenever somebody says to me, and and I've heard this shit before, uh, you know, we have to care about the life of the fetus. What I hear is we have to care about the life of the white Christian fetus right. that's raised into a middle class or upper middle class household, absolutely, and that is going to um, continue to be in the church. They're going to go and do youth group and they're going to go and do, um, you know, become maybe a youth pastor and maybe they're going to go to school for something Christian, or they're going to go to school and be in a frat or they're going to go to school and, and be a lawyer or some shit. Um, but you, that doesn't apply to people of color. It doesn't apply to, uh, poor people in general. Um, you know, the fucking fact that in, in the state that we live in, Oklahoma, 
you have to wait, I think, 24 to 48 hours to get an abortion. After getting an ultrasound. After getting an ultrasound. And being basically put on this emotional fucking roller coaster. You basically get told by doctors, like, this is your child. Yeah. You're killing your child. Yeah, you're you're humanizing which, something that is not yet human. Which, I mean, that that's not... That that's fucked. That's that's emotional abuse from right. from these doctors. Right. Uh, it 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 might even be considered you know sort of a, a breach of the Hippocratic oath. Do no I harm. I agree. Um, but you know you have to not only go through that, but the day that you get the abortion, you have to wait for like fucking eight hours. Right. And it's like, really? Are you? F- this is in fucking sane. This is out of. This is in. This is just everything in pr- about this is out of its mind. Um, but. You know, you're absolutely right. Like the the Christian right doesn't give a fuck about, um, you know, the poor people, the the disabled people, the black people, the, the, the definitely not the black people, anyone who is in a lesser bracket than they are. Well, look tax-wise. at look at how we we fucking treated like the Syrian refugees. Um, oh, how we are treating the Syrian or how refugees. we are treating the Syrian refugees. How how are we treating the the Mexican children? Um, how are we? You know the 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 families who are trying to get their their children out of dangerous war torn areas and, of the world. And let's be and let's remember safe here. Harbor. You know, we, people shit on Muslims, um, but what they fail to remember is that Mexico, where a lot of people from you know who are now part of the Dream Act or what were part of the Dream Act, right? Um, who who came over to the United States illegally. Um, people from Honduras, people from Guatemala, places like that. Um, especially now, I mean, there's fu- there's going to be refugees from the fucking earthquakes. Yeah, there's going to be refugees from the fucking hurricanes that just occurred. Right. Um. You know, like these people, generally speaking, tend to be heavily Christian. Absolutely. Like Catholic. Uh, there are Protestants down there. Yeah. Uh, of all stripes. Yeah. And. It's it's hilarious to me that like there is no sense of Christian you know brotherhood or brethrenhood between the the white megachurch going assholes um, who generally make up what we would call the Christian right and these people who also believe in what you would probably categorize as the same God right um, read the same book albeit in maybe another language and that's what off puts these fucks right um, and. You know, are are part of the same overarching religion. You know, it, it's 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 as fucking batshit as saying. You know, the the people who are running from ISIS, for example, um, should not be allowed to come over here because they believe the same thing as ISIS. Right. You know, it's Which like is hilarious. Technically speaking, they believe the same thing as you do in, in terms of like the Christendom. Like they're they're different books, but they have the same shit. They have the same message a lot of the time. Yeah, and they meet in the middle. The, there's there's a lot of overlap. Right, and you're shooting on them because you're you're a nationalistic fuck. Yeah, uh, you're a hypocrite. Yeah, you know it, it's that's ultimately what I think it came down to for you when you were telling me about what you wanted to say. No, here. absolutely, and I mean I'm happy that you brought that up, uh, especially with the ISIS thing, because I mean honestly, the people who ISIS kill more than any other group of people are fellow Muslims. Yeah, no, absolutely. So they don't even agree with ISIS. Like, the entire reason ISIS... Well, they, no, they, they want ISIS to kill refugees. Right. That's ultimately what it comes down to when, when you say that you're against uh, people coming over and, and taking refuge in the United States is... Right. Uh, you want ISIS to kill Muslim refugees. Right. That's that's what you're saying, and so what you are saying is that you have no problem with ISIS, right? See, I, see what I did there? Yeah, Turn absolutely. Turn that shit around. 
So going back to, you know, what you know, the, the hypocrisy thing, kind of where I'm coming from is that Christian ISIS, a.k.a. the religious right, right, wants these children to be born so that they can kill them, basically. Yeah, they're just With poverty targets. and with, with hatred, basically. Yeah. And, and here's the funny thing for me, man. Um, whenever I think of a life, right, I don't think of just a heartbeat. I don't think of the ability to draw a breath, right? I think of the ability to experience and the ability to grow and learn and uh, do these things. Um, hopefully with as little pain as possible, right? I don't think life is supposed to be built around being made to feel as if you want to die every day. And so whenever a person says pro-life, the first thing that really comes to mind, happy you brought up the, the bullshit that a woman has to go through, especially here in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. just get an abortion. Um, because think about like how fucking scarring that is for, for a woman that potentially has already been scarred, right? Think about the woman who, who may have been raped may have been a, a, the, a, a victim of, like, incestuous behavior, you know what I mean, or incestuous uh, uh, abuse. Um, think about someone who may not want to have the abortion as much as they want to have their child not be put in such a position that they they exist without really being able to live due to some sort of horrible abnormality or, or disability that makes them unable to speak, hear, see, um, exp- live, move, take care of themselves. Right. You're talking about severe disabilities. I exactly. Do wanna, I, I want to make that clear yeah, because we can get into We're, we're not talking here. about like just blindness. We're not talking about just deafness. I'm talking about a person who does not have the ability at all, the capability to take care of themselves. A person who will forever be bedridden and spoon-fed for the rest of their lives. And, and I do want to also bring up here as well, like there is a vibrant community of disability rights activists who are who, who are born into this situation right. and have to have someone give constant care to them. Right. And they live fulfilling lives in terms of, you know, they, they make art, they, you know, write essays on theory, they, they are participating in activism, but there are those but, but there are those that can't even go that far though. No, and that's true. And 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 so what I would say is that there are people fighting on, on those folks' behalf. And I do want to make the distinction here. That's not what pro life people do. Right. You know, the disability rights activists that I know, the people who give a fuck about, you know, making their lives and the lives of people who are in this position better. Right. Um, you know, they're fighting for health care. They're fighting for the right to uh, die. The, they're fighting for the right to die, even. Yes, assisted suicide is absolutely something. Which is that... an absolutely fucking ridiculous bullshit fucking argument, by the way. Like, I, I don't understand how a person could legalize or make illegal the ability to for one to decide that they just don't want to live anymore. You, you may make it illegal? Make it illegal to. To decide on your own. To decide on your own, yeah. No, absolutely. And, and I mean, even for people who are able-bodied, if they try to kill themselves, they are institutionalized. And, yeah. I've and been basically, there, I've they're, been they're accused times. of... They're, they're accused of, of, of a crime yeah. in some states. And, Handcuffed. And it's fucking crazy. Let me let me tell you, man. I I, I actually went through that shit. Um, I was uh, put in a, in a jail cell for four hours. Um, at that point, I was taken out. This is from Elk City, Oklahoma. 
I was put in this in ankle shackles, mm-hmm. right? A fucking thick ass leather belt, like literally mm-hmm. like five or six inches wide, right? Right, with this D ring on the front, with my hands shackled in front of me, and uh, sitting in the back of a cop car, driving all the way to Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's a four hour drive. Um, no lights, so we're not speeding. You know, like we're driving a normal pace with me shackled in the backseat of this car for four fucking hours. Yeah. Because I decided I want to kill myself, not because I'm insane, but because of the shit that I was already going through myself. You know, and and the fact that you could tell me that you're 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 pro life. For me, the way that I hear it coming from my experiences is basically saying you're pro my suffering, or you're pro the suffering of another person just because it doesn't. Oh yeah. Because they don't align with your bullshit fucking belief, right? And I think that's absolutely what it is. You know, like, I I, I don't tend to get into this discussion a whole lot because, um, you know, the other side of being pro-life is being pro-choice. And, and there's, like, this whole thing is, like, men or male-identified people talking about, um, you know, whether or not you're, you're pro-life or pro-choice, it's, uh, like, it's not really your decision. Right. Like, I don't get to choose whether or not somebody has an abortion. You know, I've helped people who right. have needed to get an abortion before. Uh, you know, I've, I've helped pay for that procedure. Right. Um, not because I was in any way, shape, or form related to the, the, the fetus developing, but just because, like, if, if I needed a medical procedure and couldn't get it because I couldn't afford it, which is probably pretty real, uh, yeah. if, if my teeth are any fucking indication at this point, like, the my... My shit, I might need help with that. But, right. you know, if, if I needed help, you know, I expect, you know, that there would be people who help me out. And in that same vein, like, I would go that fucking extra mile for any of my friends. Yeah. Um, but what we're talking about here is not related to the issue of whether or not um, men should be at the, at you know, sort of at the table to decide. Because they shouldn't be. And that's a closed discussion. We don't have yeah. to talk about it anymore. No. But what I what I am very interested in is whether or not you know a, a christian believes that someone is pro-life what are they doing outside of that or, or believes in pro-life what are they doing outside of that to help f- with medical expenses with school expenses with um making sure that this child's quality of life is adequate i'm not even talking like fuck all is what what they're actually doing well no that's true but this is what i'm concerned about right it's like Again, there are disability rights activists who are advocating for all the shit that pro-life people should be advocating for. Right. You know, it's like there's been this whole debate. This is it it sounds unrelated at first, but I promise you, just like Carly Rae Jepsen's music, it is related. Um, (laughs) That abortion of of of, of an album. It's called emotion. Uh, (laughs) Fuck you, first of all. Uh, But there's been this whole debate about. Um, whether or not Nazis should have freedom of speech and whether or not they should be allowed to assemble. And it's like there have been some really hardcore pacifist liberals who have said, no, Nazis deserve the same rights. They deserve to speak. What you do with that information is up to you, but the state should not be allowed to interfere with that. Right. The state should not be the one to do. and, And they are consistent on this with everything. Right. And. I get it strategically. Like, I, I don't think that Nazis should be barred from speech because you bar a Nazi from a speech, you're going to get anarchists getting barred from speech. Exactly. And then we have That's a, a whole can of worms. You just right. You just don't want to open it up so you don't do it. Um, right. But, like, the argument basically being, like, if you can't, 
you know, if, if you can't put your money where your mouth is, and these people do, um, then there's no fucking point. Right. Um, you know, like saying you're pro-life and then not doing anything else. Right. Just making making yourself known at abortion clinics, shitting on people, you know, bombing doctors, um, making just awful, you know, saying awful things to women. Yeah. As they're walking into these clinics, yeah. usually not because they want to be there, you know. And that's the other thing. It's like nobody really wants to get an abortion, right? Like I don't. I've never I have met never an met, abortion addict. I mean, I've never heard of anyone who was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go get my abortion today." Like yeah. that doesn't fucking happen. That's not a thing. It's not something that people do. It's a decision that that usually someone is making out of desperation or fear or out of out of the necessity of not have being able to bring a life into the world. Either right. because too poor, too sick, might die. Right. Pro-lifers never answer those questions. They never say, we're going to help take care of somebody who is potentially going to be sick or dead at no, the end No, you get the this. prayers, though. You get the wealth oh, yeah. no, of that's prayers the thing. and God's glory and gracious abundance of uh, gifts of... Uh, Possible death on uh, during childbirth and bullshit like that, man. Mm-hmm. That's what you fucking get. So that that's kind of the fucking problem, man. Like, your prayers don't do shit. Fuck your prayers. Okay, number yeah. one. And I'm just outright going to say it. Fuck your prayers. Um, fuck every little good well, vibe fucking The power of positive bullshit. thinking doesn't work. No, no, it really doesn't. And, I, I mean, I, I've actually seen people recommend baptism as a fucking um, cure for, for actual physical life-threatening birth birth developments. Yep. Like, this is going to fucking work. Fuck the doctor. Fuck science. Fuck all of that. Baptism will work. All you need is a couple of drops from a tap water. Pray over it. Bam, you're done. That baby's healed. I'd like to see them go to every... And if this ever worked, why the fuck aren't they bringing these uh, uh, miracle cures to the fucking children's hospitals and, like, all these fucking cancer fucking patients, you know? Like... Where are you then? I'll tell you why. It's because the picture of God that these people paint is that of a capricious, hateful, mean-spirited God. Right. You know, if you were to believe in God, would it not be better to believe in a God that gives a fuck about you, that loves you, and that would want to make sure that every single person that he helped make... Yeah. Again, I'm not a Christian. I've never been a Christian. I don't believe in God. But if I were making this argument... Would I not want a God that loves everybody right. enough to make the pro-life stance viable? <clears throat> Would I not want to bring that to everybody? Right. And, and the answer is yes. Right. Because, again, I mean, I'm an anarchist. I want everybody to live well. I want everyone to live happily and without pain and without suffering. Right. But... That's not what these people are asking for. No. They're just asking for you to carry this baby because it's against Jesus. It'll make Jesus cry. Yeah. And that's, and, essentially and, it. and that's really fucking it, man. Like it's not about anything else. And so it's about your own greedy desire to You're to thinner. Yeah. It, it's fucking stupid. I actually had a fucking argument with a lady once who tried to tell me that um, that Cosmopolitan, was it Cosmo that ended up running an article about anal sex? Yeah, no, uh, it was either them or Teen Vogue. No, it was Teen it was Vogue. Teen Vogue, yeah. Teen Vogue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teen Vogue is the yeah. only newspaper or the only magazine that is actually, like, 
good shit now. Yeah. Which is weird. <clears throat> no, there there was a woman that I had an argument with who tried to tried to tell me that um Teen Vogue was the God damn it, I can't believe I'm were, going were they, to were say they this with a straight face. Were they promoting homosexuality? No, no. Were they promoting it was literally, sin? It was literally this woman trying to Killing tell me God. that not only was um, the article sinful, but it was also propaganda that the satanic uh, fa- shadow government created to uh, uh, bring on like fucking uh, uh, population control. Because it was against the Bible, and it, it was all about like be fruitful and populate. If... if, if Please, if, if you believe that, do not be fruitful. Please do not populate. There are enough of you. That that tree is rotten. That fruit is completely fucking rotten. Let's just go ahead and take an axe, cut that fucking tree down. Please so, do not be fruitful. <laughs> I, I guess here's my shit, though. I will pay you to not be fruitful. Like, you know, there, there's a lot of apocalyptic talk of, you know, the overpopulation and, and right. shit like that. And I, I think that looking at statistics and shit, that it's probably not that bad. But, like, we do have pro- fucking problems. Like, I would especially not... Especially depending on, on where you are in the world. I exactly. mean, you can see the population exactly. like, issues. It, it's not even population issues. It's the fact that you've got so many people trying to move from one place to another because... Right of war because of of famine because of poverty because of shit that in 2017 we should have already figured out i mean we can't stop measuring dicks against one another man i mean that that's you no know, we sure should we sure the fuck and, can and it's all the fucking we sure the fuck can it, i mean it's it's all the people and when, it's the fucking people that fucking suffer for it man again those children that you claim to fucking love and shit they don't love children. That's the thing. They yeah. don't give a fuck about children. No, they care about fetuses. Claim. That's why I said claim. They care about fetuses. Yeah. They don't care about children. They don't care about what happens when the child is born. They care about what happens during the the birthing process. Right. And, or the gestation period, so to speak. They right. don't give a fuck about kids. Right. Uh, because if they gave a fuck about kids, orphanages would be funded. Fucking, you know, child care programs would be free for everybody. Fucking schools would be funded. You would have pe- daycare. You know, you know, you would have daycare funded. You'd have fucking um, children's hospitals funded. Mm-hmm. You would have everything that a child needs. I mean, if the saying that if the saying goes that it takes a village to raise a child were true, then the fucking sixty million mega church going assholes would be personally funding out of their own deep pocketbooks. Mm-hmm. A child being able to go to school. You motherfuckers are off buying fucking. Uh, and and I'm not talking fucking. about taxes. I'm talking like out of the goodness of their heart, the yeah. charity that they should be giving, that ten percent that goes to Joel Osteen and whatever the fuck else. Creflo Dollar and all that bullshit. Buying yeah. his goddamn jet. Uh, here's 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 what actually pissed me off. We haven't had a chance to talk about this during Hurricane Harvey. Joel Osteen closed the fucking doors to his church. Yeah. Yeah. He said that the church was flooded. Yeah. The church wasn't fucking flooded. There was no water. He was high enough above gra- above sea level yeah. to where the water had not reached him. No, and then he danced around it later, by the way. Oh, fr- yeah, no. In front of his uh, congregation saying, well, it wasn't flooded. It was flooded before we bought it. And then we built these these floodgates, and the water was almost at the top of the floodgate. And I didn't want to put anybody at risk or danger, so we didn't open it. No, People you were at risk you at danger. Said, you said yourself... It was flooded. See, so, we, we could backtrack this. So, oh, yeah. We uh, could. I mean, we, we could say, okay, a viable argument that I would accept. Don't want to put people in danger. The roads getting here are very dangerous. Sure. 
which is likely they, true. Probably. I did not want to put people at risk bringing them here from long distances mm-hmm. because I felt like they would be safer wherever it was they found harbor. That is acceptable. Saying, my church is flooded and I can't, I can't provide for you, but... No, the church wasn't flooded. It flooded before, and I was worried that people would get hurt. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and so that this is what I'm talking about. Like, if these people, especially the leaders of these mega churches, don't personally give money to sort of poor families, to poor kids, out of their own dollars, right? In money that is supposed to be charitable, anyway, right? Supposed to be going to organizations that are giving back to their community. If they don't do that, then what it shows is that they don't actually give a fuck about kids. They just they're adhering to an arbitrary rule that they think should apply to everybody well, in twenty seventeen. Well, they're, they're they're treating it like we're just living in this abortion candy machine. Like no, I mean, no, absolutely. You know, like fucking pop in a dollar, twist the twist the knob, bam, abortion done. Like it's that's that not how fucking it works. quick and easy. They're expensive. They're time consuming. They're fucking emotional. Uh, like fucking by themselves, they are emotionally draining. Yeah, they are emotionally draining. Like there's so much that goes into something like that. And I'm speaking as a person, as a father. I I understand what it is to to not want your child to die. And some of these women, I have met these women who did not want to go through the process. No, they don't. And it's, but, it sucks. But they understood that, okay, if I don't do this, I'm going to die. Or both of us are going to die. Or, or they're their gonna life die. is going to be horrible. One of us is going to die. Or their their life is going to be horrible for and the rest of their lives. I think, I, I think we need to really quick also acknowledge the fact that there are states right now that are passing laws that are essentially criminalizing the death of a child. Right. And um, I'm not talking about death during abortion. I'm talking about death of a child, period. If the right. child, if the baby dies during any point of childbirth, during the yep. process of gestation, the mother can be put in jail. No, they're, they're so, actually trying to cross that line even further by trying to make it so that a miscarriage is to have a proper funeral and burial. So it can't be disposed of as it once was. So my shit on this is that you are essentially saying, we're going to hold a gun to your head, you will have this fucking baby, and when you do, we don't give a fuck. Right. When you do, you're on your own. Right. You're the one who decided to have the sin sex. Right. And it's like... Should have had the butt sex. Should, no, can't have butt sex, because oh, yeah, you have that's to procreate. Right. That's right. So it's like, what? you just don't, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, you that's the, the other aspect. And you don't tell, it's, talk it's about the, it, and then you pray for forgiveness later. It's the abstinence-only me- method, right? Right. Don't do it. Okay, great. Teens do it. Yeah. Fucking poor people do it. Yeah. And you know what? Like, you can talk all day about, well, they should have worn a condom. Well, you didn't fucking teach them how to wear a condom. That's right. You know, that's the downside to abstinence-only sex education is that it's not sex education. It's basically saying don't and holding a gun to their head. Well, it's like the D.A.R.E. program, man. I mean, it's the D.A.R.E. program for, for booty. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, yeah, they like, show you do, you pictures of, uh, no. you, do you remember them trying to tell you, like, I know they tried to tell me that, like, marijuana was pretty much akin to heroin. Like, they mm-hmm. are both mutually and... Uh, no, I do. I, I remember they, they that. They were both and as addictive I, I as remember. Nuts. I remember all of the, the images that they showed of like weird, nasty STDs and shit like yeah. that. And it's like, you know what? It's really bad to get an STD, but I bet there's a way to solve that problem. And I think we have solved it. It's called a condom. Yep. Or at the very least, going and getting checked out every couple months. Yep. 
Like, if you think your junk might be in danger, like, protect your junk. But that does not mean stop having sex. Right. Unless it does. In, in, in I mean, the, that's your yeah. choice. I mean, that, that's and, the thing. And people don't have to have sex. Like, that's the thing. It's like, if you don't want to have sex, great, cool. I'm asexual. Like, there are very few situations where I would want to have sex. Right. But fucking that's not because I was told don't do it. It's because I don't want to. Right. I made the decision. And in the similar vein, if somebody is going to want to have sex, you know, we should not say then, okay, you deserve everything else that you get in life. Right. Like, that's not how this works. It's not, oh, I had sex. Well, great. Now you're a social pariah. You know, this is like the fucking scarlet letter. <laughs> what you're basically saying yeah. is you, you're going to hang this child like an albatross around their necks, you know, and basically say you decided your own life. Fuck you for having dreams. Fuck you for being a teenager or being young or being, yeah. you know, poor and in love. Fuck you. Oh, don't. You don't get the benefit of what I have mm-hmm. and my, you know, $750,000 mansion and my Mercedes Benz yeah. and all of this shit that I have because I'm a Christian and I waited until marriage for sex. Yeah. Because Jesus blessed me. I mean, it, right. it, here's my shit, man. Like, okay, Fuck. look, it, it, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is heavy. Um, this is getting into the heavy territory. It, it, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, I'm I'm just not really like here's my shit man like whatever it is that you want to do uh, like Thank if you, you want to have shit. sex have sex if you don't want to have unprotected sex don't have unprotected sex if you do do it doesn't it doesn't affect me one way or another I don't give a shit right as long as it's consensual as long as it's consensual and that's where we're thank you for opening up that door because you're here's, welcome here's the funny thing. The same Christian that will tell you that the 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 baby's a gift from God, and and and, uh-huh. and is also going to tell you that the rape that happened to you was a that sign. conceived the baby. That was a gift from God as well, and that was a whole sign that you were on the wrong path. Fuck you, piece of shit, motherfucker! Like you are the prime example of the reason that I believe. Abortion should remain legal and safe because you should have been because one. you should have been aborted in there my opinion go. if you weren't <laughs> swallowed you weren't blown into a fucking napkin you should have been aborted you're a venomous venomous piece of shit like you are a straight go. up fucking sociopath and I sincerely fucking believe that you are a serial killer without actually fucking killing you are about the mental fucking trauma you are not about the baby. You're about the trauma, right? That's all you are. <laughs> You're the embodiment of everything that is fucking horrible in the in the universe. And, and so, okay, like let's let's play in this space a little bit. As much as I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I've got fucking, my ball ready. I'm ready. Like, all right. Here's so essentially like these people, um, the the folks that you're talking about who who definitely are like if a woman is raped they should have the child that is conceived during that sex yeah um these you you mentioned them being sociopaths i mean they're politicians which is one and the same uh, a lot of the time i read that study there's a study that actually said um the the most successful people on the planet were legitimate psychopaths so we're talking about uh scenario in which you're asking people who genuinely don't care have the capacity for caring 
or or think in such utilitarian terms that they're like, well, I'm a Christian. These are the rules that I follow. So by the way, if you are raped, you don't get anything from me. Right. You get no consideration. You get no rights. You're done. Right. I mean, asking them to think about, like, the shit that they're saying. Like, in our jobs, we have to have empathy because we're both in customer service. Right. And we have to be able to consider the feelings of other people. You're basically telling somebody who cannot physically consider the feelings of other people to try, and it's not going to work. Right. Basically, you know, people, like, the the fact is, like, we're, we're like, 45 years out of Roe Ro versus Wade. Right. And we're having to basically fight in the streets for abortion rights. I'm not excited to say a recipes Roe versus Wade. No, you know? it's bullshit. And we're living in a fucking situation where, like, everybody who is, who has, a, who gives a fuck is going to have to say, you know what? I will absolutely aid and abet a person who is trying to get an abortion for whatever reason. Absolutely. And I will make it to, like, if we have to go back to the fucking 60s and 70s where there were apartment clubs yeah. designed around the process of doing this. Right. Fucking so be it. You like, know, I, I, I care about the abortion topic for the same reason that I care about, like, the, the, the legalization arguments and uh, shit like that. And the reason being is because whenever you take away um these these resources right people will still get them they'll get them and they're going to get them in very unhealthy very dangerous life-threatening ways and, well right? and, and and it's like you know the the people a lot of the like sort of resistance movements towards the laws that would ban abortions in the 70s and 80s um or 60s 70s um were clean they were safe right you know the, these were not back alley abortions but Imagine not knowing about these resources. Right. You know, like that's the thing. Like if we are headed back towards this time, we are we have an information network. We have fucking we have the way of uh, ways of sharing resources now right. that we didn't back then. Right. So I mean, we won't see the same kind of horrors that we saw then. But, but it's the problem make it much is harder to find. The problem is exactly it's going to make it harder to find. It's going to make it more expensive to do. And never to be mind honest the honeypots, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, because, I mean, you know the FBI would go after that oh, shit. Absolutely. They go after sex work. They go after fucking, um, you know, legal pot businesses in yeah. California, Oregon, and fucking Colorado. Yeah. Um, you know, or, or Alaska or wherever the fuck. So, like, yeah, absolutely. You have to be careful for fucking abortion clinic honeypots where poor women will get arrested and thrown in jail for having the audacity to want to choose what to do with their own fucking bodily autonomy. Right. I hate everything. Um, yeah, I do too. Basically, uh, this is only step one. I remember saying a while back, um, you know, if you find yourself listening and you're thinking, well, the Terminus podcast is persecuting me, rest assured, you're officially being persecuted, motherfuckers. <laughs> So that was uh, my week at a uh, Bible camp, by the way. That, that was. I mean, it sounds like you had a good time. I mean, my butt hurt so bad, though. I bet it did. I I stayed very just all of the gay butt for sex. a very long time. Just all of the gay butt sex. Oh, I. That's not where you were going with this, is it? So this is honestly this is horrible. This, this is where I found my love of men uh -huh. and dick. Sure. Send those dick pics. 
returnerspodcast.gmail.com. We want that. Mm. Um, how many weeks have we been at? Like, I actively check the email. Yeah. Like, I am legitimately checking the email. Like, nobody fucking has sent anything, and I am absolutely upset. Like, you would think even the people who hate us would be like, hey, send a dick pic. Nope. Nope. Do you want me to give me my give you my fucking phone number? Please I will do. give you my phone number. Please do because I still to this day don't have it, even though we work together. Okay. Beautiful. Send those dick pics. I'm gonna bleep that out. I have to bleep that out. Don't we, bleep it. I'm fucking bleeping it stays. It out. No, it I'm stays. It We're out. even gonna put like, like no beautiful instrumentals around it, no. like this glorious. You are you are so asking me. You are asking me to do so much work for this yeah. gig, for this yeah. bit that I'm deleting. No. Anyway, so I have uh, recommendations. Awesome. I have a recommendation. So oh, I'll ahead. let you do it. Okay. Well, I guess it makes sense to get the least amount out of the way. Um, so, oh, yeah. Actually, I have two. Um, the first one's not so surprising because it's like it's it's been out for a while. But, I mean, it's 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 been consuming my life. I've I've absolutely lo- you know sort of fallen in love with this game, and I think it's because it's a uh, it's one of the first like games that I got at launch, like the first I, I've not been playing console games for a while. I when I got my Xbox One, very recently I got Final Fantasy Fifteen, which came out last fucking year, but um, I jumped on the Destiny train, didn't play Destiny One. Play I started and finished Destiny Two. I'm in the end game. I started a new character in Destiny 2. Jesus. I know. And it's it's like you love Persona 5. You or you did I, I love did Persona 5. I did before it made me sad. You put hundreds of hours in this game. Oh, far um, too much. And it's it's one of those things where it's like I'm sure there will be a point where I get frustrated with it or I get bored and kind of just go away. Like I was thinking like Pokemon Go, like I was doing that shit all all the time last year. Yeah. I don't, I have never opened it in like in the last four months, I haven't opened it maybe twice and it's, it's nothing. Right. But right now, Destiny 2, fucking amazing. And I like it. I like it a lot. And I know that you have feelings on it and I'm sorry that you were soured on Destiny as a franchise. Which is funny because I have the Destiny like star map PS4. Yeah. The, The limited edition one. But no, I mean, it's, it's like. Aside from some other games that I'm excited about that might be coming out next year, like Kingdom Hearts Three, fucking finally need it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no like shit. Destiny, Destiny Two is kind of surprising because I, I basically just sort of got it on a whim, started playing it. I just I that's an expensive one. I'm well, it was sixty bucks. I didn't buy the fucking expansions yet, like or the expansion pass yet. And I haven't <laughs> yeah. bought Xbox Live. I'm not fucking. I'm not spending thousands of dollars on this game i did not i've not bought any like microtransactions right i'm just i played the game and i got immersed in the game and it was really good um is it the best game no like does it have the best story no it's a pretty standard like oh we got kicked out of our shit now we're the resistance we need to fight back cool like now we're doing a thing right uh but does it really well like had that been the first game or had that been kind of like the backbone of the first game where it's like, oh, we're telling a really cohesive story probably would have been awesome. But I watched a fucking I just watched the first hour of cutscenes from Destiny One tonight. It's basically you go to the Cosmodrome, mm-hmm. your ghost hacks the thing. Right. You go back to the tower. Right. You get another mission to go back to the Cosmodrome. Right. 
you hack a thing, right? You go back to the tower. You yeah. go to another planet. Mm-hmm. You hack a thing. Yeah. You go back to the tower. Yeah. And it's like, and eventually yeah, no, you find a new tower. By the way. Yeah. No. And and that's boring. Yeah. It's that's horrible. super stupid. That's that's some shit. But like, here's here's how the game has kind of progressed. Since I know you're not gonna go get it. No. Nope. Um, you get kicked out of the tower by the uh, cabal, specifically the red faction of or the red legion of the cabal. Right. Because red faction is a completely different game franchise. Good, uh, good franchise though. Yeah, it's fine. I liked it. Um, but red legion kicks you out. They put like this starfish thing on the traveler. The traveler loses. Literally, Patrick Star. It, it's literally like the entire like, time he's just screaming. <laughs> Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Uh, it's no. Wombo. <laughs> oh, oh, I haven't watched SpongeBob in years. Um, that's really sad. I should really kind of get back on. I mean, that I've trip. got full seasons. That's good. Um, but puts this fucking thing. The, I've actually seen it called the Traveler Net, which is hilarious. Um, basically, it it cuts off the light from all the guardians. You lose your powers. Your ghost dies, or almost dies. And then you get fucking booted off the side of a, a the cabal, like command ship, mm-hmm. straight up three hundred style. Like he just fucking boots you off, and that shit was that's the start. Like you have all your powers, everything, and then you you fucking lose them. Right. And I really liked it because it didn't take a whole lot of time in the first like, the first twenty minutes of the game is basically just vignettes of you going through the Eastern European wilderness. Like it's not you know you slowly trudging your way through it's little scenes like you find a camp of guardians that have all been taken out you find a gun you find uh, a a small encampment of uh cabal that are you know trying to hunt you down you kill them and then you're there you're at the place you're going to be which is called the farm and you can go to and from the farm um as you please uh, obviously you, you have to unlock planets as you go, but like all of the missions are completely free form. It's all open world. So like you can just go from place to place and do all the missions and the characters are super engaging. Right. They actually act like people and not like mission dumps basically. Right. And that's just the way it goes like through the entire game. Like there is a logical progression to all of the missions. You follow the missions in a certain pattern and you'll get a story in a, in a linear way. But like you can go back and do adventures again. You can go back and do certain parts of the story again afterward. And it's like you, you're not constrained by time and space as to when you can go do this stuff. And right. you can even like once you've unlocked other worlds to go to, you can even come back to story missions. You can go off and do some shit like elsewhere, like, like, like a Destiny real game. 1. Well, it's like Destiny One well, in like, those regards. Like Destiny One, like after a certain point, right? Yeah. Like, but nothing ever feels like forced. Uh, you don't have to go back to the tower or to the farm to get missions, right? You don't have to go into orbit to choose them. Which uh, that's pretty cool. It's great because that that part really always pissed me off. Like it, no no joke, dude. The last very last expansion that they did for Destiny. Believe it or not, I have all kinds of negative thoughts about Destiny, but I've got all the DLC for it, including the last one. It was thirty dollars. I pre-ordered mm-hmm. it for a gun mm-hmm. and never played it. That's hilarious. Yeah, like I would consider going back and play, like getting the expansions for Destiny Two, 
And and as far as Destiny One is concerned, like I'm I, I'm reading the Wikipedia pages for it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you're you're you're. Just I'm getting as, as I'm getting as much of it of I'm getting as much out of that as I would probably playing the game. Well, I mean, the the matchmaking sucked. The story sucked. Yeah, because there was no matchmaking, and there was um, no story. No, it, there wasn't. Um, it was repetitive as shit. Um, the entire thing was just weak, man. Like it sure. was really weak. It, it it felt more like a fucking hey, remember, remember, uh, Halo. You ever want to play Halo on the PlayStation? Here's Halo on the PlayStation, and that's pretty sure. much what you had, man. And and that's fair. And it's just a cash grab. And I think that they they have they've heard the criticism, and I think they've really they've improved a lot. I mean, it would have been cool if they would have heard the criticism before releasing thirty dollar fucking expansions to no, a game that they already knew the fucking criticism of. And like you know, there's there's a satisfying conclusion to the game um, in terms of the the first sort of series. Uh, there's a there's a cliffhanger as you would do because obviously they're gonna have expansions, um, and it, it's for Destiny two. I would say, you know, I, I can't convince you to pick it up based on your feelings of the first game, right? But had you not had those feelings or had experienced Destiny one, I would definitely be saying like, play it, fucking play it, get on Xbox One, play it, <laughs> uh, because it's a solid game and. It's it's a it's a solid enough game on its own to where I would say, don't worry about the first game because it that game doesn't fucking matter. This right. game is good. Right. Uh, so that's my first recommendation. Holy fuck. That was a uh, very long recommendation. I'm so sorry. I did not expect to talk about it that long. But Dear God. I won't talk about it again if it makes you feel any better. Uh, yeah, I never <laughs> want to hear about Destiny Two again. I'm gonna fucking tell you about it directly. I'm not gonna tell the audience about it. Uh, I'll just I'll just call you up. Hey, so Destiny Two is really cool. God, you're becoming such a geek. You, you know what? I've never not been a geek. The thing is, I just repressed it. You're just getting it. geekier. No, I fucking but repressed it. But on top it. of that, like your hats are like getting like flatter bills every time we meet. I don't care. And always tilting a little more off to the side. Anyway, uh, my other recommendation is Godspeed You Black Emperor with their new album. I fucking lost everything. Give me a second. Is it a ridiculously long title? No, it's not. It's a. It's an actually. It's a pretty. It's a. The whole thing is actually pretty fucking like. What was that album they tight? did in response to them getting arrested at the Canadian border? I don't know. It might have been "Raise Your Skinny Fist," like something to heaven or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they do drugs. The name of this album is Luciferian Towers. That that sounds about right. That's pretty fucking tight. That's now here's here's the name of the first song is undoing a luciferian tower which sounds more like a godspeed you black emperor album title yeah uh but let's just go through the song list because it's actually really cool bosses hang part one bosses hang part two bosses hang part three fam slash famine i don't know what that means and then anthem for no state part one Anthem for No State Part 2. Anthem for No State Part 3. So they finally have understood that nobody wants to listen to a 26-minute long song. Finally. But they have still made 26-minute long songs and just (laughs) broke it up into individual tracks. Um, That's so good, though. And this this album is 44 minutes long, which is a pretty short Godspeed You Black Emperor song. They're typically way longer, and they, they fucking... Shit, I, I, 
I think they had one album that was like two. Or, I, you know what? It's not the, dope smoker. It's dope, dope smoker by Sleep, which no, is like not. an hour and a half it's, hour long song. Okay, so li- li- the album that we might be thinking of is "Lift Your Skinny Fists Like yeah. Antennas to Heaven." It has four songs, two sides. One hour twenty seven minutes long. Yeah, for four songs. Yeah, or you could just for pick up F sharp, A sharp, Infinity. That's three songs. Yeah, one hour three minutes. Hallelujah! Don't bend, ascend. Four songs, fifty three minutes. Slow right for New Zero Canada. Two songs, twenty nine minutes. That's it. That might be it. The the one with the Hebrew oh, writing. Hold on, hold on. Are you gonna play it? No. I don't think there's lyrics. No, I'm not. Well, I... no, no. It was uh, Yank Yankee UXO. Oh, I Yankee, think that's called Yankee UXO. Yeah, that one. That's the one that they wrote after getting arrested at the. Um, it, it should border. be said that Godspeed You Black Emperor are anarchists. Yeah, they were uh, picked up and uh, held uh, pretty much indefinitely after. 9-11 at the Canadian border mm-hmm. whenever they're trying to enter America. Yeah, and it's because they have a song that on one of the, like, in one of the songs that actually have lyrics, they're like, um, oh, God, hold on. I need to, I need to find this. It's, it's very good. Um, I think it's on F, F sharp, A sharp, Infinity. Um, yeah, the Dead Flag Blues. Yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, I want to find these lyrics and read it. Um, Dead flag. Don't misspell that, because then it becomes very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> what b- b- don't, blues bus? Don't 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 blue don't don't. The car is on fire, and there's no driver at the wheel, and the sewers are all muddied with a thousand lonely suicides. And the dark wind blows. The government is corrupt, and we're on so many drugs with the radio on and the curtains drawn. We're trapped in the belly of this horrible machine, and the machine is bleeding to death. The sun has fallen down, and the billboards are all leering, and the flags are all dead at the top of their poles. And it went like this. The buildings tumbled in on themselves. Mothers clutching babies picked through the rubble and pulled out their hair. The skyline was beautiful on fire, all twisted metal stretching upwards. Everything washed in a thin orange haze. That song was written, I think, in 1998, 1999. And they tried to come into the United States and... They were like, nope. You guys are terrorists. You guys are fucking terrorists. Which is hilarious because Yankee UXO, if you look at the uh, liner notes, mm-hmm. the album art, is all the fucking <laughs> papers that they were fucking served at the border. Oh, yeah. Which is, I thought was brilliant because... It's so good. Like, the even the album cover is like uh, the wing of an airplane, you yeah. know? And like, exactly. It's so good. Such yeah. a good album. I haven't even heard that album yet, and I, I recommend it. I love... Godspeedy Black God, Emperor, man. It's very fucking good. It's so good. Um, and then... <laughs> I have one more secret recommendation. Is it what I think it is? <laughs> I swear to God, if it's Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen, I will kill myself it's live not. on this, on it's this not. show. A scar no one else can see dot com. A-C- okay, yeah, it, it's genuinely funny. A R. N O O N E E L S E C A N S E E dot com. Yeah. Uh, Max Landis is not someone I would recommend as a person. He has his problems. He's made some very good movies and some very bad movies. Uh, 
and there is a movie he's he's written that's actually coming to Netflix this fall called Bright. It's the one with Will Smith as the cop in the weird like paranormal world. Don't even want to see it. It I mean it looks fine. It's Will Smith. I don't care. Okay. He's he's an LAPD officer. Just like he's it's just Will a regular Smith. cop. He's Will Smith. Yeah, that's fair. Um and I don't know. Like it's it's a hundred and fifty page dissertation on how all of the songs, every single song in Carly Rae Jepsen's discography is connected. And it's hilarious. It's pretty good. It's fucking terrifying. I hate Carly Rae Jepsen so much. But that's th- fine. this was good. And so yeah, that's that's it. I'm not even gonna like say any more about that because I think it's just needs to be experienced. It's good. So there's a lot of neon colors. There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. In Max Landis's brain. Uh, so yeah. a scar no one else can see. The 150-bit or page dissertation on pop songs. Uh, do you have recommendations? I've got five of them. Great, show me. God, you've rambled. I have. Fuck you. So first off, <laughs> this one was a surprise because I've wanted this band to get back together for fucking years. Okay. And like they never fucking reemerged. I didn't even know that this was a thing. So like I I just went to go like listen to their music to uh just uh not today but yesterday. Right. And uh the movie life came back. The movie life. They are I'm not familiar with this. They're they're they were a drive-through records band. Okay. Um, they had, uh, my favorite album was one called, uh, 40 hour train back to pen. Okay. And, uh, it's basically like melodic hardcore. Like, uh, basically, do you know who set your goals is? Yes. Okay. So basically the movie life wouldn't get back together. Mm -hmm. And so basically the lead singer of the movie life had taken members of, uh, set your goals and played live with them instead because oh, like it kind pretty, of, it's it's kind of like a reverse dead Kennedy situation. Kind of, but like basically it, it fit because like if you like set your goals, you're gonna like the movie life. Like, I'll be honest, like I was never a big fan of set your goals. I like them. I mean, I I think it was it, it was all kind of jumbled up in that like mid two thousands like radio punk radio emo shit i'll give and, you that but they they brought positive hardcore back and, and that's totally fair i'm not saying you're bad i'm just saying like i think they got kind of the wires for them got crossed with the wires for the other shit yeah yeah and it, it just it didn't oh absolutely right. they they came out at a very bad time and uh <laughs> they, you they all really made your band wrong they they really did man but i mean like if you listen to their lyrics um I love their lyrics because it. Why am I talking about set your goals? Go listen to talk, set your talk, goals. Talk, 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 talk about this other. Anyway, shit. yeah, cities in search of a heart, man. Okay, it is so fucking good. Basically, it reminds me of because uh, keep in mind, like if you think of the movie life as kind of like a uh, kind of emotional melodic hardcore band. Okay, think of cities in search of a heart as that same band, but just like super into brand new now. I okay, so brand new did release a new album this week. I didn't put it on the recommendations list because it was super weak. It's yeah, it was not good. I'm not talking about that shit. I'm talking about like uh, the shit. the devil and the the God and the devil are warring inside of me. I think that's sure. what it's called, or even Deja and Tindu, you know. But just still a hardcore band. Mm-hmm. They never lost that element. So even like maybe Title Fight. If you think of okay. like if that's you listen, bit, yeah, yeah uh, like 
if they just listened to like the last two title fight al- albums and then just made an album based off of that, but was movie life cities in, in search of a heart would be that album. Okay. And it's, it's fucking good. Um, so you've got a song uh, album to listen to because it's super fucking good. I will listen to it. Um, iron and wine released a new album called I saw that. beast epic. I love iron and wine. Always have l- loved iron and wine. So, uh, Beast Epic uh, is a phenomenal album. Um, it's basically an Iron and Wine album, man. Like, yeah. there's not much more that can be said about it. Uh, this one caught me by surprise, actually. Peter and the Test Tube Babies have a new album. Weird. Yeah. Okay. It's called That Shallot. And uh, I love this album. And it's cool because it's it, it's basically taking an already good punk band Kind of, kind of the way that fucking uh, Coxbar did. This is what what mm-hmm. I thought of okay. whenever I listened to this. You take this old school classic punk rock band, and this is rare that this happens. They release a new album, and it doesn't suck, and it's still as good as their old shit. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that is that is really rare. So um, th- this this is like, you know, fucking. Anti Nowhere League have sucked for years, right? And they <laughs> yeah. just released a fucking reggae uh, record oh, God, this year, awful. and it's fucking it terrible. Awful. Um, you know, we've watched TSOL go through shape shifting bullshit. Never been good. Even anymore. even Bad Religion, as much as I love them, they Bad Religion has has here, they're not consistent. The the Bad Religion that we know now is is a is a very sort of weak Bad Religion. Yeah, uh, it, it's you know. It, I think it's one, overly produced, man. It, it's well, I, I think there's an as- aspect of that, but I think there's also like the fact that like Greg Graffin doesn't really old. want to do punk anymore. He yeah. wants to do bluegrass, right? And or or fucking valley country. He knows what's going to butter his bread, though. He knows what's going to butter his bread, and like so, he'll he'll write songs that are set to the same drum beat, that are yeah. set to the same guitar riffs, that are set to the same fucking bass, that are set to basically everything in his comfort zone for that. And then he's gonna come over here and like do a fucking Millport album, which was like, like daring if not everyone's cup of tea, right? And fucking make good shit that he wants to make, um, right? And, and, and I mean, obviously, he's a fucking he's a college professor too. Like, it's, like let's not kid ourselves. The guy has enough money; he doesn't have to play music ever again, right? He does other shit though because he wants to. The bad religion thing is a, is a fucking obligation. So like, right. you know, coming back to te- Peter and the Test Tube Babies, like what's really cool about this is, you know, I everyone is so focused on nailing the sound down that they don't focus on the playing. Yeah. And they don't focus on the lyricism. Yeah. And like what made, what made those bands so special? I mean, I, I'm thinking of bands like uh, Sham 69 and things right. like that is, is the fact that they had poignant lyrics for the time and uh, they 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 didn't have a sound. There wasn't like a, a specific thing that people were going for, uh, other than just the fact that the recording equipment at the time had a very specific sort of setting. Yeah. And they recorded with the fucking settings they had. Now people are trying to like re sort of regain that shit, and they can't. Right. Um, except if you're a band like Coxbar or Peter and the Test Tube Babies. In which case, fuck it, we'll just do it again. Yeah, and, and it's just cool because like I can listen to this and listen to like 1980s, and I did, by the way, because yeah. before I before I said that, I wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing this wrong. Um, I went back to the old 1980s uh, era. Well, I say 1980s. I just listened to the Best of album because it was a good sampling. Sure. Um, yeah, it it really is just as good 
it, it's it stacks up side by side productions on point um it's still the abrasive loud fast peter and the test two babies that i fell in love with back when i was a kid right just as old men in a band called peter and the test two babies and it's yeah. fucking perfect so that's, i mean that's always good to see and yeah you know what's really nice about it is that it doesn't feel so much like a cash grab right i mean you have so many older bands coming back that it feels like a cash grab. yeah oh no one's gonna buy this album that's the thing yeah i like, know yeah I mean, it, it, it'll get You've some... You've actually wipe. given them more money by downloading it on Apple Music yeah. than fucking yeah. most people are going to spend. Seriously, I, I highly recommend getting this album. Like I said, I don't expect this this album to go big. I really don't. Um, I think people are kind of sick of seeing like these old punk bands kind of reformed. I get it. it. I totally the glory get it. Days. Yeah, absolutely. I do too. It's kind of like listening to fucking TSOL sing about being high school kids in their no. fucking 60s. You know what I mean? And that happened. It's Not gross. fun. Yeah, it's... it's, it's it's shitty. Yeah, it's got the spirit, but it's like, come on, guys. You know, but that's the thing. Peter and the Test Tube Babies absolutely deserve your attention. So please go buy that album. It's called That Shallot, S-H-A-L-L-O-T. Go buy like that fucking onion. album. It's so good. Actually, I had a shallot last that, night for dinner. The album cover is literally just an onion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a shallot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have Neck of the Woods, The Passenger. It's just a metal band. Sure. They remind me of fucking... Uh, they remind me of Cowards a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they reminded me, like, if Cowards and The Banner had a baby, and maybe also, like, Nails was their videotaping. Um, <laughs> Neck of the Woods is kind of what would come out of that, you know? Uh-huh. But this one, the very, the last one. You've saved the this best is, for last. This is the one that I feel like is it, man. Okay. I'm, do you, I'm ready. Do you like Rage Against the Machine? Yes. Cool. Do you like Hardcore? Yes. Cool. Do you like super pissed off politics? Yes. Like if you took took fucking Rage Against the Machine and just turned that shit up all the way. Yes, that would describe me. Okay, cool. So you'll like uh, Only Death is Real. Okay. By Straight from the Path. I, I've lost you. Hold on. Tell me. Why, why Straight from the Path? Okay. If you don't want... If, you, if you're not convinced... I'm, I'm going to give ki- you one song off this album. Okay. One. Good Night Alt Right. Oh, I, no, I've seen that. I Yeah. Go listen to no, it. No, I've seen the video nope. for that. It's good. I mean, it's hilarious. It, it's a really good you, song, though. Okay, so I actually know the person who coined the phrase, Get Good Night Alt Right. Yeah. Like, they, they made a shirt that was basically like the, the dude, yeah. like the anti-fascist dude beating the shit out of a right. Pepe with a... a jacket that had the trump pence logo on it right right uh they were they they were in tears laughing when that song came out because it's it's okay i get what you're saying and here's it's the message of the song it's not it's it's the message of this for sure but it's like listening to the song there is a for me there's a certain sense of irony in the sense that like I'm hearing the lyrics. I agree with them. I mm-hmm. I've definitely feel where they're coming from. But oh my god, this is the cringiest thing I've seen since Rage Against the Machine. Right. No, and I mean that's the thing, man. Like it's I, super it, earnest it, it is and it's beautiful. Like, well, that's the thing. Like they're not a poetic band. And that, no, it's and absolutely that, not poetic. And, but here's the thing, man. Like and that, I fine. think this is what I like because like. With with punk rock and and hardcore, everybody wants to be goddamn poets now. Everybody wants to be fucking Robert Frost or or fucking. Uh, I feel like Bukowski would be a Bukowski. Much better... Well, I was I was about to bring up Bukowski. Everybody <laughs> Robert wants Frost. to be. 
No, there, there, there's there's bands. I mean, there there is a hardcore band called Fire and Ice, which is literally named after a Robert Frost poem. I've never heard. So of that that's a thing, but um. Yeah, so you've got these bands that are being overly poetic, sure. even in their politics, but then you've got someone like Straight From The Path who are just willing to throw it right in your fucking face. Like, uh, their their last album had, uh, I think it was called Anonymous, and it, it was literally... <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, I mean, but the thing about it is, yes, they're, they're not super deep lyrics. They're absolutely straight, on the nose, <laughs> yeah. this is what this song is, and this is what it's about, That's and... They are that political band. And and that's what I like about it, man. They they took they're one of those bigger bands that are bringing kind of resistance to a I guess more mainstream audience, even though they're not really a mainstream band, but they do have a very wide following. So here's the thing that I think might end up being a problem for them is they'll probably get on the warp tour and they'll they probably they, they'll probably play Goodnight All Right on stage. Yeah. And the fans who would go to Warp Tour will probably hate that. Yeah. And that's depressing. Yeah. Because like, they used to be like fans of the Unseen would go to the Warp Tour. Yeah. Which is also hilarious. I have a story about the Unseen, by the way, because it's I got some new music mm-hmm. in iTunes or in Apple Music. Oh, yeah. There is an un- yes. It was the Unseen track. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, did they release a new album? This is a and weird looking Unseen it was, cover. It was like glitch elect- pop or something. It was something electronic like that? music. Yeah. And I was like very confused yeah. and kind of scared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now there's an electronic band called the Unseen. Not just electronic. It's, it's like, not it's like pop. super heavy beats or whatever. No. It sounds like glitch pop. Yeah. Like it sounds like dental. Yeah. It's fucking funny. Yeah. So uh, fucking weird. Anyway, street punk is dead. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fucking Crust and piss. But like like I get where they're coming from and like I, I get I have no ill will towards that. Um and maybe the rest of the album is awesome. Oh, I just it's thought really that good. song was ham fisted. No, the and the album's really good. And and, like, and the lyrics of that song, I will admit, are kind of fucking stupid. But they're the, dumb. it's the message behind it, it sure. that I like. No, it's like yeah, it's like you're you're your well-meaning younger brother who figures out that he's definitely not a Nazi, which is a good thing, yeah. but goes about it in the dumbest way. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Um, but, uh, you know, it's like there there are bands out there that do the same thing and, and less poetic and, and are straight to the point yeah. that aren't as cheesy. Yeah. Uh, but I see where you're coming from and like... But can, can you tell me one in the modern sense, though? It uh, on a on a, as broad a spectrum. I would say bleed the pigs. I don't know who that is. They're from Memphis. I have no idea who that is. They're a hardcore band. Are they playing to the amount of people that straight from the path is? Probably not. See, then you're just you're not you're not really properly answering the question. I ask, can you name a per, uh, another band ooh, ooh, on ooh, the ooh, same ooh. level? Yes, I can. Who? Uh, it's a super group. Um. I'm going somewhere with this. I promised. I just saw what you fucking typed, and it's the most hypocritical bullshit that I could fucking... Prophets of Rage. God damn it. Prophets of Rage. I, I, You know, I like Rage Against the Machine. I hate Tom Morello so much. It's got Tom Morello. Um, it's got Tim Comerford. It's got Brad Wilk. It's got DJ Lord and Chuck D. So Chuck D... Chuck from D is Public being Enemy. sued by Flava Flav, by the way. Yeah, that's fine. 
for as well as be real royalties. from Cypress Hill. They've released an album called Prophets of Rage. They had an EP called The Party's Over. Their third single was called Radical Eyes. So fucking checkmate. I I, I still don't checkmate. No, because the people are still listed that are people that were already fans of Public Enemy or Cypress Hill or Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the already established fan base. Look at like this we're not talking cover. about the younger generation. Come here, come here. Look at this album cover. Is <laughs> that is so fucking stupid? <laughs> that is so stupid. It's a uh, it's a off white egg colored uh, black. It's it's basically like an anarchist flag. It's a black and and sort of uh, diagonal flag, basically. But it's like off white and black with a little red star in the middle and a little hand up and it says Prophets of Rage and like stenciling. It looks like Prophets of Rage received generally mixed reviews from critics at Metacritic, which assigns a normalized rating out of 100 reviews for mainstream publications. The album received an average score of 55 based on 17 reviews. The AV Club gave it a D for dick. (laughs) (laughs) Consequences Sound gave it a C minus. Exclaim gave it a 6 out of 10. Guardian, which you would think would love it, gave it a two stars out of five. The New Music uh, Entertainment gave it, or NME, gave it uh, four stars out of five, which, holy shit, that's skewing the Just a little uh, bit, yeah. That's... Rolling Stone gave it a three out of five, which is not great for Rolling Stone, because that's kind of like their whole shit is appealing yeah. to the Rolling Stone readers. Uh, the track listing is as follows. Radical Eyes, Radical E-Y-E-S, Unfuck the world, legalize me, living on the one ten, the counteroffensive, hail to the chief, take me higher, strength in numbers, fire to shot, who owns who, hands up and smash it. This has been the Terminus Podcast. My name is Jeremy, and that's that's Trevor over there. We will see.